Hello. Hi. And welcome to the new Luminosity podcast, brought to you by your spiritual sisters, Josh and Meg, D'Angelo Healing and the Lunar Witch. Um, this is our first... That ding really interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to apologise for it, it was my moonology. Oh, of course. E- email, but I'm gonna put my my watch and my phone on slide. Probably for the best. <laughs> no, I like it. Should we just okay. keep going? Okay. We've so, had far too many interruptions. We it's been a journey setting this up. As is life. Um but yeah, so this is our very first episode. If this ever airs, it might just get put in the bin. This might just be like the demo. Yeah. The, the demo spoiler. Um but this podcast is going to be all things spiritual, advice, crystals, a little bit of paranormal thrown into the mix, some interviews. Everything occult, essentially, I think. Maybe a little bit of demonology. Ooh. So, I mean, strap in. Strap on. Get ready for the ride. This is 18 be... plus, by the way. Yes. Like, most of it is going to be 18 plus. Sex spells. We are not doing them. They are a thing. We are not doing them. I think we have to talk about it, though. We will talk about it, but we're not doing them. No topic is off-limit for us. No. This Um, is... I think the best way to describe this would be it's an inclusion of all things, hysteric, occult, mm -hmm. all things that we shouldn't talk about. But but we're we're going going to. to. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get this a lot. Me and Josh are very in tune with each other, so... We'll say things at the same time. Weird things will happen to us at the same time. We're going to probably discuss our twin flame journey that is potentially the same. Or, like, just our journeys in general. Maybe, the it's, the route to, maybe it's the route to psychosis. Who knows? But, yeah, so for today's episode, I thought we could just give a little backstory into, like, how we became spiritual um, and... Maybe just a little bit of, like, history about ourselves. Maybe a fun little story of an experience or something spiritual that happened. So, Josh. Are you interviewing me or am I interviewing I'll you? I'll start by interviewing you. Okay, I mean, okay, okay. we'll do you and then we'll do me. Everyone, everyone gets done. How did all of this start? How old were you? Like, where were you? Um, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't quite what I was ready it's, for. It's, it's a funny sort of path, I think, when you're on it. Because mm-hmm. it's it's weird to to identify where you were at certain points of it. That makes sense. Yeah. I I would say the cliche thing of like I've always been spiritual, like ever since I was young. Because, yeah. like I think when you experience death, when you're younger, it creates. I don't know. I think in my experience, because I'll only ever talk about mine. I'm not gonna like force other people's experiences onto mine. The subconscious projects itself outside of us, so we judge our we judge others as we judge ourselves in our own image. But we'll come to that in another episode. But for me, it's like I lost my mother quite young, so I grew up without that figure. And you can always replace something, like you can always fit the gap of something with something when it's supposed to be there. So because I didn't have that, it was like what filled that gap. And for me, it was it was sort of a spiritual sense mm-hmm. because it's like okay, my mother is there. She's, she's, she's an entity, but she's just not in the way I can see her. So for me, I think that was, like, the major, what I would say, precipice for it. And then I would say the majority... And I'm only going to say this because I, I got read for recently by an incredible reader in our, in the local area in the southwest. 
And she said it was when I changed my name by Depol. So I changed my name because my name used to have my father's name in it and me and my father fell out. And I changed it to have something else in it and then my mother's maiden name or my grandfather's name. And she said that was the thing that, like, took off. That was the thing that then... Like, she was like, everything happens for a reason. But that... She said names hold vibration just as much as anything. And when I changed my name and started identifying with my new name, that was the precipice for everything else that's happened. And, like, that that, that name, D'Angelo, my middle name, is, like, the basis for my business. It's the basis for what I do. It's... Well, I say it's a big part of my identity, isn't it? Yeah. So, what exactly is it that you do? Too much. <laughs> Everything. Too much. I need to give up. I need to have a rest <laughs> and a nap. Um, I don't do much. Bit of everything. Bit yeah. of bit of bit of spell work. Bit of. Uh, predominantly, I do angel healing and mm-hmm. energy healing. Um, I think D'Angelo. It's synonymous, obviously, with angels. Because um, in Italian, it, I, I always get the translation wrong. It's either son of the angel or of the angel. I think it's of the angel. So it's like my name, Joshua, which is like the translation of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So son of God, of the angel, and then Bane, which is my family surname. Yeah. So, you know, I come from everything. But yeah, I feel like you are just like an angel on earth. Oh, that's really nice. Like you are just here to like heal people and help wherever you can and use your like knowledge, gift, whatever you want to call it. Um... To just help people. I like to think so. And I think especially, I mean, we're quite young in the space. And I think when you get to not a certain age, but like we experience things. And I think as in our nature, particularly empathetic and other things is you would experience something. And then it's like a few years later, somebody else had experienced it. And it's like, oh, well, actually, I've come from this space that I can actually go, well, funny thing you know that really random thing that would like one in a billion universal cosmic chance that you went through i also went through the same thing but just a little bit further ahead than you and i think that's like when we said about like twin flames and everything Mm -hmm. that's like a big precipice of that because it's so new age whereas it's like i think the difference is is i come from a science background i have a degree in biology I have a scientific brain, like Mercury's in Virgo. I analyse. I am intellectual in that sense. It's like I have to understand things because it's like that's the way my brain is wired. But then it's like your soul still leads you through these experiences. Yeah. Mm. I mean, our, like, story is very interesting, how we're literally on the same path. So... And how we met through... We'll get into it. ...a connectedness on that path so, well, I, I th- well okay like i think what i need to do is i need to ask you okay. questions now because <laughs> you saying. asked me so how did this all start for you so growing up my mum was always very spiritual um and like obviously as like a child you believe in like the fairies and like witches and like my mum would always say she was a witch and i was like haha like yeah okay sure and then i think I always, like, just knew I was different. Like, in school, I was always the black sheep. I always kind of stood out and, like, I don't know why and I couldn't figure it out, but I just always had, like, a knowing. Like, it was nothing I could ever put into words, but I just knew that I was different and I knew that it was something, like... The words I would use now is spiritual. Um, But back then, I just didn't really know, but I just... I had an interest in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then 
I don't think it was until I was like maybe like 16 and I started college and I was doing like a media course and I wanted to make a documentary so I went to Tintagel which is a place in Cornwall that is very witchy um I interviewed they have like a witchcraft museum I went there interviewed them I went and got my first ever set of tarot cards I'd asked my mum I think for like a year before to have tarot cards and she was like no because the death card um and I was like yes but I understand that the death card doesn't mean I'm gonna die uh so I got the wildwood tarot set which is the set that I've always had um I now have quite the collection but yeah I think it was just I always knew and mum always would like joke about it not joke about it but it was always like there Mm. um and so it just kind of formed from that made the documentary did a lot of research found a lot out and then just took off lockdown i started my own witchcraft business so i delve even deeper into it i seem to come on this path and then come off of it um i like sort of fluctuate with it but hopefully i'm on it for good now i think i am mm. but yeah that's kind of that. i mean i think sometimes you have to come back you have to like ground yourself a bit and come back to earth yeah i think you can't always have your your mind in 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 saturn and go <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Um, but no, that's a really like interesting delve into it. Like yeah. for you, like I think for both of us, it's always been part of our lives. Whether yeah. or not it's been like a main part, sort of like as it is now, to how it was back when we were younger and we didn't fully understand, but we still had those questions. That yeah. soul knowing. I think. It was, yeah, I was gonna say it was always there, always like a soul knowing. But yeah, no, that's really. That's really interesting. Thank you for sharing that. That's right. Thanks. I appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate you. Oh, gratitude. Yes. <laughs> Makes the world go round. <laughs> this is what happens when you're like, you have to like, in a spiritual sense, practice it, isn't it? It's like, yeah. You've got to practice gratitude. And it's like, how do you give thanks? Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't supposed to be <laughs> Is Thanksgiving happened yet? Or is it coming Yeah, out? it happened like, it happened like, Thursday. Oh, I didn't realise Thanksgiving happens on a Thursday. I what every year? Is it not the same day? No. Like Christmas? Oh, do you know um, David Harbour? Who he plays that? David Harbour plays. Um, he's married to Lily Allen. Oh. He plays. Oh, somebody will could tell me this at some point. Oh, I, I was thinking the there was audience will. participation, but there isn't. <laughs> um, he plays Hopper in Stranger Things. David Harbour. Yes. And he was saying, he was on a chat show over the weekend and he was talking about Thanksgiving and how British people do it every Sunday. Because obviously for Thanksgiving they do... I didn't even know we a did it. turkey. Well, no, we don't do Thanksgiving, but we have a Sunday roast. And oh, that's what they have. Sunday. Yeah. We have our Sunday roast, which now I'm talking about it, I'm actually at the beginning of a fast and I won't be eating for a few days and now I'm like, do you know what, I really fancy... Turkey. Oh. I really fancy a roast. I could Both always break potatoes. my fast after a day. Who knows? That's let's try. Maybe next Sunday we'll have a roast. Well, no, because I'll still be on my fast. Oh, I'll be then. at work. Exactly. <laughs> um, Monday next Monday. <laughs> I can't break my fast with a roast. I'd die. Next Monday will have been seven days. Yeah, but you break your fast. You have to like when you. So they basically say you should refeed yourself on fasts. For as long oh. as your fast has been. So, like, if, when I do, like, my 40-day fast, which mm-hmm. is, like, a goal of mine, I ain't fucking running a marathon. <laughs> I'm just not, not going to eat for 40 days. Um, 
when you do like a 40 day fast, it should take you 40 days to get back to where you were, like eating full meals. Oh my. Because your stomach drinks. Well, you can just have like one roast potato. Oh no, God. And a slither of turkey and oh, a, God. maybe like five peas. No. And I'll sit there with a full plate and happily eat my roast dinner and give thanks. For I might do a 24 hour fast. Chicken. I might, I'm hungry. This now. has gone so downhill. <laughs> I literally looked at that and look at what's running across the screen. <laughs> 777 Angel numbers They're a big thing We're going to talk about them At some point And try to Everywhere Like Understand them better But yeah Reining it back in Because we keep going off On tangents Last year for me Was a really tough time Um, So Quite a lot of stuff happened I'll probably get into that In a different episode But In April I applied for a new job I'm not going to say where Just because Safety, GDPR, I don't know, just... You don't want, like, millions of fans turning up. Oh, yeah, because you've got so many people listening, yeah. But, um, so I applied for this new job, and then Josh's partner works there, and then I think it was, like, my third or fourth shift in, Mm. um, Josh had turned up to see his partner, and he was sat outside, it was, like, a really sunny day, and I was also sat outside, and I just looked over to him, and he had, like, a necklace on that was a crystal, and I just looked at him and I went... You're wearing a crystal? Like, are you spiritual? And then it just all went from there. I think the following Monday we went to watch a film in the cinema. Oh, my God. And we ended up going to a nightclub afterwards. (laughs) Like, just, it was wild. And We connected on that night out. We were sat in the smoking area. Um, We were not ready for this night out. We literally, the cinema was next to this club. I was in leggings. I don't think I was drunk. I don't know if you were... No. I drank, I didn't get drunk. Yeah, same. And well, we the were film, just... What film did we watch? It was a new Spider-Man, wasn't it? No, it was uh, Doctor Strange. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. So we were, like, sat on this bench outside and, like, just, like, having the most deep conversation about, like, our spiritual past. Yeah, prism, and... prism smoking area is yeah. the way you have, like, those <laughs> deep spiritual conversations. It's not, like, now. Yeah, and then I think... I can't really fully remember what exactly it was we were talking about, but then, like, a few days after that, we went to Starbucks, and we were in there for, like, three hours. Yes. We had this massive table, and Josh, honestly, did, like, a 24-card spread for me, and we were just doing tarot and drinking coffee. Honestly, you pulled so many cards. You had, like, six different decks with you in your backpack. More than that, 12. I I don't know. I have so many decks. And just, I knew this man... (laughs) was the man that was going to be in my life forever exactly and then we got talking realized that we've experienced a lot of the same things sort Mm. of starting like last september yeah i would say last september was like the precipice of it all i I think not not the precipice the dark night of the soul maybe (laughs) the right word if you if, if anybody listening has experienced that i take my hat off to you it's terrible Mm. kind of still in it but yeah and looking at our was it my birth chart while we were talking about it that we've got another year of this yeah like that's in terms of like astrological eclipses Mm -hmm. i don't i like to draw the patterns together but i don't want to like be so Strict on it. Strict on it being like, oh, this thing happened to you because the eclipse. Mm -hmm. Because, as I say, it doesn't really create things, but it can give an explanation as to what is sort of happening. Because as I said to you, like, over the eclipse season, we've just had in Scorpio season, like, sort of mid-October to mid-November, it's been very... The energy's been very stagnant, the same as last year. But it's like we're coming at it from a different avenue. Like, the things that we would expect us 
to crumble at, we've sort of transformed them. Yeah. And, like... Whereas similar things happened last year. Mm. And... I don't know. Do you want to fully go into that? Or is that a whole episode on its own? I think I think probably that is. part of it, if yeah. you exist in that part of it, because I've got, I've got thoughts running through my brain, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I think that part of it would be like a specific episode. Episode. Because it's like... The we, we can flame journey. We can breach it, but it's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to like open the floodgate. Glates. glates, glates. The glates. The floodglates. Because <laughs> they are huge. Gates. To um, thinking, obviously, it's it's something you're always going to come back to. Anybody that has been on the twin plane path or is on the twin plane journey or would even identify with it, obviously, there's a lot of talk in the spiritual space, in the new age space, about it being, oh, there's not that many twin flames out there. Chance are you haven't met them. I. If you're on it, you're on it. If you're not, you're not. Like, it, it's one of those things of, like, even now I'm kind of like, am I? I literally was having this thought the other day. This is what I mean. We you do have... I, I think you do have doubt when you're on the path. It's like, how are you fully supposed to know that they are your twin? The thing is, I don't want to... I, I said to you before, like, I don't want to give somebody exalted power over me in the sense of being like, well, actually you are supposed to be the other side of my soul. If that is the case, and, like, that is the truth in in this universe, in my universe, in the Divine's universe, I will fully accept it. But, but, I'm not going to... I'm not going to give you that astral... Like, that massive hold of me. Because I feel Mm. like that is the point where you could probably become quite... Vulnerable. Vulnerable. And you could become quite ill with it. Like, Mm. there's a really good podcast that was narrated by Stephanie Beatrice... Um, Mirabelle from Encanto and, and um, thingy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I forget who the... Yeah, Rosa I know who Brooklyn. you mean, yeah. Um, and it's literally called Twin Flames and it's about a community, which actually exists, of people that it's like a... It's kind of cultish about Twin Flames and how everybody's got one and, like, how if they're your Twin Flame, you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to fight for them and, like, do this. And it's like... The, for me, the Twin Flame journey is a divine journey. It is the ultimate road back to yourself and back to the divine. If, as I've said to you, if we're touching on it very briefly here, mm-hmm. if you have a tarot deck, go and look at the lover's card. In the Raider Waite Smith tarot deck, the divine feminine, the feminine aspect, looks at the divine and the masculine looks at the feminine. That is That is the full energetic mechanics of it. You need to look to the god i i will call the entity god other people can call it what they want um in no way does that have a religious connotation but like in that essence you look at the divine the masculine or the other part of your soul the less mature the less awake the less whatever you want to call it will look at you um and you will be the energetic leader the divine feminine in that sort of space and that's just from my own experience from the people that have taught me from the experiences i have had on this path it's the it's the path out of fear into unconditional love into trusting the divine because i i I don't know whether it's a precipice to a stepping stone to be like do you know what you need to go through this little thing which is going to give you ultimate faith in me and i'm going to transform and transport your life from this direction all the way over to this direction Mm -hmm. and i think that is potentially the mechanics of it but i don't live in that bit yet i I live in the current and the present and i exist in the now like it might be a different version of me that exists then 
as it was different versions of me that existed way back when I met my who I think my twin might be. Yeah. Um, so it's like a grand awakening. It is. Hey. And that is what this podcast is all about. I feel like we haven't explained the name of it. Luminosity. Oh, I can't even remember how it came up. Well, I said... Cause, we had a few different names. Because obviously Luna is the moon. Yeah. And then... Uh, it was all to do with just light. Yeah, right? but it's more the reflective light. It's more because obviously the sun emanates light and then... Mm-hmm. Like, luminosity as a construct is the reflective index of planets that reflect light back from the sun to us so it's like oh this planet is x luminosity i could be completely wrong somebody correct me um and then luna is obviously because of the moon and the moon is uh, the moon holds a very significant space for me and me also. I, I love the moon. Like anybody that knows me will know I go batshit for the moon. moon love magic. it. Got it tattooed on me. Same. I've got it like love a bit of moonology. I forget the, the cycles, yeah. it all aligns up with periods and things like that for me. Like the moon is dingy. I'm a I'm a astrologically speaking, I'm a Scorpio rising, Scorpio moon. I've got the moon in my first house, which means I'm an emotional mess and Scorpio doesn't like being near the moon so i'm an emotional mess that doesn't know how to deal with it where i don't know where my moon lies <laughs> <laughs> bear with me you are a taurus moon because we are oh yes we are We're... an astrological diet me and megan so our sun signs are opposite each other and mm-hmm. our moon signs are opposite each other so because so the sun is actually it's not i don't think it's in detriment in aquarius it doesn't mind being in aquarius right but it loves being in leo because the sun rules leo oh. so i'm a leo sun i so. hate leos <laughs> Girl, <laughs> she better not. Um, I think the Leo Suns, it's like the the sun rules it, and it's like that's where it's at home most. Normally, when a sun when when a sun when a planet or a celestial is exalted in a place, it, the opposite place of the zodiac is where it's in detriment. So the the moon loves Taurus, the moon because it's an earth sign, it's a fixed earth sign. So it's like, oh, I revolve around the earth. I love it here. Um, Scorpio, it's like, oh my god, what the hell is this place? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like it it's here. It's a dark place. It's, it's it's in a detriment. It doesn't like mm-hmm. Scorpio, which is why Scorpio eclipses are so like. Ugh. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> For me. Because, <laughs> like, Scorpio is, like, the water sign that doesn't want to be a water sign. It's, mm-hmm. like... Because it represents the three deacons. It's the scorpion and the phoenix. And I think the eagle. Or the right. eagle and the phoenix. So it's, it's, like, that transformation. Like, Scorpio rules death and transformation. So it's, like, oh, this is spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that space, we are that dyad because... I'm Scorpio Moon, you're a Taurus Moon. I'm yeah. a Leo Sun, you're an Aquarius Sun. We're completely opposite each other. On... But we work so well together. We do, because we complement each other. We do. Opposites attract. Yes, they do. Just It's like, honest to God, I was in church yesterday. Honest to God. Honest to God, I was in church yesterday. <laughs> what a sentence. And they're like, my father. And I'm like, I don't, not that I don't like it. I just, it irritates me and I don't know yeah, where that comes from. I don't like the it's terminology. Like, it's, it's. Do you know what? God is a woman. And I will stand by that. I was going to bring this up for you. So I absolutely love this. So when I think of, like, God, I like, the word God for me is just a word, but I think of God being the universe. Like, when I picture it in my head, it's just, like, the night sky with, like, the curve Mm. of the earth because we're not flat earthers. Um, (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Like, I just, like, picture, like, I can't even picture it because for me it's so, like 
out of this world that mm. my brain can't comprehend what it actually is. But Josh's idea of God, I absolutely fucking love. So please tell us. Wait, what is my idea of God? Because I change it all the, the black time. Black woman. Oh, so like I Beyonce. my my philosophy, and this was I, I was not tripping at the time, but also, this was last. I feel year. like that sounds really bad. Me just saying the black woman, but like no, no, no. I get it where you come from. So when I I had a meditation last year when I was going through some stuff, and I can't remember what I was meditating to. I think it was the Interstellar theme tune, like the TikTok song, because um. I can't remember the name of the thing. It will come to me. I always forget the name, and then I will always remember it just after. I'm terrible with names. Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? Um, we don't know. Who is anyone? Um, and I was meditating to this um, thing, and I don't really meditate often. I'm not a very... I, I can't sit and meditate. I like to meditate in doing other things. And I was meditating, and I was on a beach, near the area that's really means a lot to me, Lou Beach in Cornwall. It's where I had all of my holidays as a child it means it's if i ever get too down that's where i will end up like i've i love that beach like easterly beach if anyone's been there beautiful but you not have dogs on it i love for both of us our favorite places are a beach that we went to on childhood holidays yeah. because for me it's Shallowborough in kingsbridge mm. anyway Aww. and anyway, another coincidence so that's like my thingy and then i i was on and so if you've ever been easterly beach there's like the beach the sandy beach and then there's um a railing and then there's like a storm breakery bit mm-hmm. and it's got like concrete squares kind of yeah it's got like seating and my nan my grandmother who lives in Lou, hi lynn if you're watching lynn this lynn thing. oh my god that's a really thing i don't call my nan lynn nanny and she would always sit on the slab bits like the con and we used to call them well no actually the slabs were actually her home but the concrete slab bits that's mm-hmm. where she would always sit and like even now if we go to the beach like we haven't been in a long time but if we ever went she'd just sit on the same like thing for like past however many years like yeah 50 years she's ever been down there and um i was i was in meditation and then i was in this meditation and then i was on Lou beach and there was like angels and like cherubs flying in the sky mm-hmm. like in flight school like, that was genuinely what they were. And I was like, oh, hang on. What, I really love this. What is this? And I was, like, still in this meditation. And I was, like, walking around. And then there was, like, flashes of, like, my light. And my light? My life. And there's a... My nan, it's the same nan, had a tea towel. And it had a story on it. And it's one of my favourite stories. And I love it when you get stuff printed on a tea towel. <laughs> um, love a tea towel here. That is And the story... It was the story of the man that died and was walking along the beach with God and... Like, that was my chair. Um, I, I was like, there's, there's a ghost behind me. Yeah, I don't think there's any presences here. Um, I am a medium as well. I didn't add that at the beginning yeah. of my profile. Josh but, is a medium. You're going to um, learn all of this. Yeah. And my grandmother had this story, and it was kind of a similar story to what I was experiencing in my meditation, and maybe subconscious link or something. And it's you walk along the beach with the Lord, and in the sky is memories of your life are playing. And at the end, the man turns round and says to God why during my most challenging times is there only one set of footprints? Why did you forsake me? Why did you leave me during those times? And God says to the man, I didn't leave you. It was then I was carrying you. And like that, I don't know why, but that tea towel always spoke to me. And mm-hmm. I don't even know if she still got it. She might do, but I just remember always reading that bloody tea towel. Um, she might have even got it on other mitts as well. Maybe. Who knows? We love a matching we'll set. We'll have to ask her. Yeah. And... Um, 
I was on Lou Beach and these angels were like flying in the sky and they were like having these flight school and I was stood there and I went up and this beautiful, beautiful black woman approached me with the best hair and like honest to God, probably the most be- and I, I am a homosexual, you mm-hmm. might have guessed. Um and like I was the most beautiful black woman and I just, we were just talking and, and she, there were certain things, I had, do you know what, I have my, I think I have my notebook with my notes Get it in. out. Because um, I remember I had another meditation, I'm just segueing this, because I remember I had a meditation, my friend Molly phoned me, mm-hmm. and, because she was sat out in her car, she just had a row with her other half, she used to live underneath That me. was so Plumovian the way you said that. She, um, she was sat in her car, she phoned me, and just before my phone rang, I saw like a little green ball. Mm-hmm. When I was meditating, and I was like, "What's that?" and it was like her aura, I think. And it like as soon as it turned up, and then like my phone rang, I opened my eyes and I looked at my phone, and I was like, "Oh my god, Molly's ringing me! What? What the hell? What's Crazy. going on?" Um, Have you ever seen my aura before? Do you know what color my aura is? No, probably indigo. You're probably an indigo child. Indigo. Yeah, like me. Indigo children. Oh my gosh, I remember reading or watching something about that years ago about indigo that was children. Like, like eight, yeah, right. I have it. Yeah. So it was on the sixteenth of October last year. Sixteenth. I'm gonna look at what day that was. Oh no, I'm not. I won't. Okay. Um, so the things that came through was like I saw a white flag and then the Judgment Tarot card. That was like the. It's quite if you if you think you tarot, it's quite a distinct card. It it's always puts the fear into me because it's like you're gonna get judged, son. Um, <laughs> and then history has its eyes on you, but not like. Not like um, the saying, but the song from the f- uh, the musical um, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. History has its eyes on you. Amazing song. And then, yeah, there was a flight school and a crescent moon and there was angels flying around. And it was big hair. And I literally wrote it down. Big hair, black skin, and the universe transforms. And I also saw, like, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Um, and God said to me, step into your angelic self. And we we spoke about things. We spoke about quite a few things, but it wasn't like I was speaking with my mouth. It was like I was thinking, and then she was answering. Mm-hmm. But because I asked her, I was like, "What is the truth of things?" And it was something. And I don't know whether it just confirms my personal faith, but it's like God is not the divine creator of the universe. God is the divine influencer of the universe. God influences all the energy that's there, but she didn't create it because she came with it. Mm-hmm. It's not like. She was just bored at Tesco or Costco, wherever she's from, <laughs> on a th- random Thursday night and just snapped her fingers and birthed a universe. It was like, there's many university and theories out there, which we'll get into, but like the egg theory and so many things about why consciousness itself exists. Like we are the only full species that has full automated consciousness. Like, And why is that? I want to know. But that's, that's the goal, isn't it? That's why we're here Mm -hmm. but is it why we're here that is the question i don't know but i remember being literally like 10 11 years old and this is one of the reasons how i also knew that i was different because i would lay in bed at night and i don't think most 10 year olds were like this but i would question like i'd go down to my mum all the time and i'd be like like how did we get here like why are we here i'm gonna ask a question and it might just be me it might just be my poor mental health but go for it (laughs) When you were younger, did you have used to have like proper existential crisis where you would like be so terrified of dying? I don't know if it was just me, but when I was younger, I can't remember what age I was. Like, must have been like, bef- I must have been in secondary school, mm-hmm. but like eleven, twelve, maybe thirteen. I used to be terrified of dying. Like, I used to get, so- I used to get panic attacks. I about, used to have panic attacks but about like dying. Not about constantly. dying because the. <laughs> 
this sounds so dark, but because of like what secondary school was like for me, the idea of death was very calming. Oh, that's nice. Complete opposite, but I mean that you could bring that back to how like we are the opposites of each other. Mm. Um, I used to have panic attacks because of anxiety. Um, I mean, it might have been that life. manifesting, but it was normally like I would sort of sit there and think like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Yeah, I like, never had that. I always thought, oh my God, let me die. I remember once my... It just I, sounds so I, bad. You're going to hear all about my traumatic childhood, but I remember once I got... I got... Uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, God. i got to laugh about it, otherwise you'll cry. I got... We got... Me and my brother, we got forced to do a lot of things when we were younger, like uh, chores-wise. Um, not that you shouldn't, but mm-hmm. like when you're using it in in a good way but not as like a you always have to do this anyway segue in um and we got i got asked to clean all the windows of the house with mr muscle Mm -hmm. and i remember i i hadn't had breakfast and i was doing we had this door between our hallway and our kitchen at the time and it was all like a glass panel wooden door. So yeah. it had all like this set different segments of door. Kind of like my kitchen now. Mm-hmm. And I was and I sprayed the bottle and then it blew back onto me. Mm-hmm. Like the, the liquid. And it yeah. went in my mouth and I thought I was gonna die. <sighs> I genuinely I went in I went upstairs, started crying, started being like, I'm having like an attack, I'm gonna die. My mouth tastes of like Mr. Muscle. And my dad had to end up phoning like the poison center or like the like it wasn't we didn't have 111 back then (laughs) and he didn't phone 999 but he had to phone like the poison center to be like my son might have ingested a tiny amount of mr muscle (laughs) and the bloke on the phone took spoke to me and was just like how you doing (laughs) you're right babes you're gonna be fine like send me a bit of mr muscle and you're like rocking in a corner and i I genuinely was rocking in the corner i was sat on the side of the kitchen i was like shaking like oh my god he's come for me (laughs) The Grim Reaper. That's really funny because it's reminded me of a story. So I purposefully, oh my gosh, I must have been eight years old, ingested Barbie perfume. Like I drank oh. it. <laughs> we are the opposite. That must have made everything smell nice. I was like, give me the poison. And you were like, I don't want it. Yeah. But I just remember when I was younger, I just had, like now, I can think about death quite openly and mm. I don't. See, now, death terrifies me. Oh, see, no, I'm excited for it. <laughs> terrifies me but also still that warm feeling of like just let me die like <laughs> that I, is my own I, I think it's more trauma. we just have an aversion to pain really I think yeah but and I, th- I think when you live a, such a spiritual life like death is not the end like no I've had psychics and mediums and it confirmed stuff for me that about my my own family members that have passed on that they wouldn't have been able to know based on oh, what my internet history or whatever people say the same as me they get through it's like there's no way i mean we've had that shared experience yeah um, at a spiritual church oh my god do we have time to talk about that because i think we're at an hour when i think we're nearly an hour because we were it was one four four one when i was getting stuff ready so yeah we're we're nearly there but i don't think we should get into it now no that's the story for a different day because i feel like that is a whole thing in itself but yeah so for me going back to the original point because we always have to keep going back to it is to me god is a queer black woman yes like birthed us all we are like and i i I don't know whether that's just it fits into it but i just i just don't see god as like some domineering father figure it's like i'm like no like i'm not god fearing i'm god loving like i love the idea of a deity. I love the idea of, like, me being like, hey, babes, like, I need a little bit of strength here. And mm-hmm. then just God, like, clicking her fingers and me just 
feeling like Hercules, like, bless my soul, <laughs> was on a roll. For me, like, if I have to think about God as, like, an actual person, have you seen Moana? You know, like, the, like, island thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. And she's, like, a warming mother figure. She's a bit pissed off because someone's got her heart. Yeah. So would I be. Well, yeah, like, sort your fucking children out. Do you know what? That's really apt because you know the stone of Nefertiti. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's the stone of Nefertiti because Nefertiti was an Egyptian queen, but it's the stone of, like, Nefiti or whatever. Yeah. It's green and the heart chakra is green. And so is Moldavite. We ain't not connected, into that. We ain't getting into crystals just yet. Thing. We can, but... Not today. I'm wearing my water white. Because I have a thing with crosses, and I'm really sad about them. My crosses just keep falling off. I think it's a sign that you're a devil. I don't think I am. <laughs> I love wearing a cross. No, like, I've lost one, and one, f- and my green... I had a green adventuring cross that I bought from a, a, a spiritual person, and I... Yeah, it just... Last night, it just... It's not meant to be. It just fell off, like... It, it. The crystal's still there. It just fell off its little thing that kept it attached to the necklace. So I put my Moldavite back on because I thought, I need to fast and I need to be strong with it, even mm. though I'm thinking about KFC. Oh, the dream. I might break it. <laughs> I've, 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 I've Josh been... really sat downstairs in my living room earlier and was, like, telling me how he was really going to do this 70 I'm fast. still going to do it. I don't feel hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you just sat there and said you want KFC. <laughs> so yeah, I went into Morrison's to get milk earlier on my way here. Yeah, and I was like, oh, they've got like cream filled oh. mince pies. Oh, and I was like, oh, and then I was like, no, Josh, you're fasting. It's, it's the aver- it's the aversion. It's the, unfortunately Western society. We can talk about the ethics of it. Has just become very gluttonous, and and this time of year we get really gluttonous. I'm just, I don't want to. Like, I don't it. want to partake in it. It's mm-hmm. not like, about it. anybody else that wants to do it. Like I, I know that my nan's probably sat at home right now with a with a milk tray and she's enjoying <laughs> herself. But when it comes to me, oh, I'm like, the way you said milk tray. <laughs> <laughs> me later on with a tub of heroes. Like but that's what I mean. Like I mean, obviously, I normally go to Scotland. My partner's Scottish, and we normally go to Scotland for Christmas. And me and his mother can pub. Like polish off an entire tub of celebrations like in a sitting and it's not even her it's me Mm. it's me I I was the kid right I was the kid that liked a bounty because I knew that there'd be the like the ones (laughs) 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 even now if I buy chocolate for myself in the shop I buy bounties because I know know, my other half won't touch them and I'm like yeah but that's what I mean we get gluttonous and I think I, I do have a history of eating disorder and I do and that's something we'll touch on and it's like to talk about our mental health and our struggles in a place of compassion and in a container where we can express them without judgment Mm -hmm. I think that is the best thing and it's like for me a a big part of my going back to our first thing we spoke about was my spiritual development was I lost a lot of weight I was 18 stone and I went down to 12 13 stone and I'm still around that weight but it's like I can feel myself not not necessarily going back into old habits because I feel like those days are behind me, but I feel like I just need a reset. And yeah. I think fasting for me, like a long, not a long term fast, I'm not going to fast forever, but like, uh, uh, as I said to you, seven days, if I can hit three, four, and then need to go back to it, that's fine for me. Yeah. Like, just need something emotional to happen and then I just won't want to eat anyway. Or I can just use Complain. willpower. But then the thing is, it's like fasting requires no willpower. 
Yeah. It requires no self-control. You just have to not do it. Mm. Mm. Right. Well, what, do you, what else do we want to talk about? I don't know how long this I has think, been going on. I think we've got like, I think, I think five more minutes. Or do you want to like wrap it up? I there? don't know. I feel like that's been an hour. That's it. I oh, don't know how we tell. I was just going to wrap it up. Oh. Because this is just episode one. I know. Are we going to publish this episode? Hopefully. I feel like we should. Just yeah. because like, we can, because then for us it's a personal development. Yeah. I think. I'm also doing this as part of my dissertation at uni. I know. Probably She's should have said that. a flipping student. I used to be one, but I grew We're up. both going to be... Excuse <laughs> me. We're both going to be students next September, October. Oh, God, yeah, if I sort my student finance out. Both of us want to do the um, cultural astrology and astronomy degree. I need to do it as my master's because this bitch needs to understand the universe. See, I was going to do the ethics one, but then I, I like the astrology one. But they do, yeah. they, they have a module on, like, ancient magic. I know, and I'm here for it all. And the thing is, none of my spells have not, not worked... Which I need weird. to do that um, one you got me. Oh, the cord cut. Have you not I done think, it yet? No, but I think now is the time with a certain oh, person. Oh, that's nice how that all ended up in here. Well, I wouldn't call it nice. <laughs> no, but from my perspective, like how I like I got you that stuff, and it's like considering now you it's... gave it to me like ten days ago, two weeks mm. ago, and like everything in that department with this particular person oh, was maybe like I am psychic, dandy, and then like this week it's all gone to fucking shit. <laughs> Yeah. Or has it though? Because things have to happen for other things to doors to open. Exactly. So the computer hates us. Keeps no, it's off. just you got it set to like ten minute like screensaver yeah. time. And it's gone off like how many times? Now? Well, probably about ten. Ten, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think maybe we just round it off. Yeah, because I feel like we keep. Well, I, maybe I keep segueing away, and then I always no. Come but back I think I my... also quite like that though. I so do I. I, I think <laughs> good podcasts work with that. Yeah, like I don't want to be sat here like reading a script. Definitely like a little bit of more structure, but I wanted the first one to be us just bouncing off each other because that is how we work and hopefully you guys have had a better insight into who we both are yeah and yeah, i mean you know nothing about us still you know some probably. stuff you just know that me nan had a tea <laughs> with a cool story on it <laughs> and uh, she sat at home with a milk tray <laughs> i mean i hope not she might be i think she's doing quite well to be fair we'll have to get her on the pod oh my god i could not get big lynn on here <laughs> i could not i couldn't do it do you know who i did think though who your partner's family because aren't they quite or like your partner's granddad isn't he very like spiritual yeah i mean he's a medium trip to scotland i mean oh, i'm going there myself we well but... zoom me in well, i don't know well me in. We i could. mean he might be up for it i don't know That's just a little ask. thought there but I've yeah i've met him like a handful of times wow christmas dinner Get him on the pond while discuss pond. it over your turkey in your past. Do you want to know something just before we go? And this just shows like how Scottish people are Scottish. Like we don't have, we, we go to an all you can eat buffet, like on Christmas Day. A cuisine, yeah. We don't cook. That is outrageous. It's not me. It's David. So David is the name of my partner. Sorry, I'm putting your name out there. But he um <laughs> he's so fussy and like I like. He's so fussy <laughs> to the point where, like, I think Meat when he potatoes. was younger, he just wouldn't eat when he was younger. Like, if if he didn't get what he wanted, he just wouldn't eat. So his mum would just make him stuff. And when, like, we met, I wouldn't be like that. I would be like, no, you eat it. You... Like, he didn't like roast dinners when we met. And now he Crazy. loves them. Like, he loves them. Mm. And I'm like, okay. But 
Like pie, never had pie before. Like all this, anyway. I don't uh, know if I've ever had pie. Like a deep fried pizza, that used to be his go-to. A deep fried? Deep fried pizza. In batter. That is sorcery. Like, imagine like an Asda, like, not an Asda pizza, like the big 14-inch ones, but like, imagine like a one-pound smart price Asda pizza. (laughs) The (laughs) detail. I don't know if they're called smart price anymore. I know what you mean, they're like, they're yellow boxed ones. The yellow well, yeah, boxes, like, there, I don't know. Anyway. And they get it out, they like snap it in half because it's like it's frozen, dip it in batter, throw it in the fryer. Absolutely not. Although, is it a Scottish thing, the deep fried Mars bar? I don't know if it's a Scottish thing, they're really nice. I really want to really try Really nice. Oh, what else is there? I, when we went out there at Christmas a few years ago, <laughs> they used to get like, so they somebody had like roses and celebrations and Quality Street all unwrapped and like in a big tub and they'd scoop them out scoop them into batter and throw them in the fryer and then scoop them all out so you get like deep fried celebrations oh roses. my god and I didn't get them because I thought I'm fat enough as it is <laughs> when we went to the all you can eat honest to god I get more plates of dessert than I do I've got such a sweet tooth someone needs to take a deep fat fryer off of the Scottish people don't say that that's blasphemy <laughs> that is absolute blasphemy but yeah so what was I saying? Yeah, we went, we go to an all-you-can-eat, I can't remember where it is, it's in, I think it's in Kilmarnock, and it's like this, they do, like, I'll be sat there with turkey on me, like, because they do do a carvery, because it's, like, Christmas, yeah. I'll be sat there with, like, turkey and roast potatoes and a chicken jail crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, you know, like, sargaloo. So random. Like, Chinese, I go up for Chinese plates, and then normally, like, on Christmas, they've got, like, a massive, like, they've got the whole one side of it's all like the main food and they've got a whole wall of dessert oh, and that's where I chocolate am chocolate fountain honest to God but you go to go to Scotland uh, talking about Scotland there um, my family's Scottish and my Scotland's Scottish. a magical place it really is I've never I, been I love it and do you know what there's an island near where David's from and there's a Christian monk community that live on it they're like monks and they just live there and you can go there that is so cool and I really want to go there I think we should well yeah <laughs> me you and David's dad Yes. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> like he loves his little island trips, so we'll go. We'll all go. Yeah. And bring me along. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long you go. I don't know if it's just a day trip or you have to like sign up and you're there for like a few oh, days. Okay, but I think it'd be a nice little retreat on yeah. a random Scottish island. I could do with that. But yeah, what was I saying? Um, We're gonna round this up. No, no, no. Because about... I was finishing what oh, I was saying. What was you saying? I can't Christmas remember. dinners. Christmas dinner. What Dave has for his Christmas dinner. Well, yeah. he has a Christmas dinner now. Right. I think we're having Christmas dinner. I don't know. I don't, I'm only going this year. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Might be Christmas dinner here. Maybe. Well, Christmas dinner in an undisclosed location. <laughs> all by myself. Absolutely not. No, I'm not never. letting you spend it on your own. You're coming here. Okay. We'll have a spiritual Christmas. Yeah. Put some crystals on the Christmas tree. Oh, can you imagine? Bless it with my sage. I love sage. Mm-hmm. Sage onion stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to food back to our best is <laughs> oh. there anything else I think that was it for the okay. first one that has been the first ever episode of the Luminosity podcast hope you guys have all enjoyed head over to Instagram to check out our page it is Luminosity podcast we're having a raffle <laughs> win a crystal um, and we shall see you next time possibly next week with another episode I mean probably next week definitely next week yeah it's going to become a weekly thing we said two weeks but well let's do two weeks at the start but mm, like... we'll see yeah it's going to get addictive probably yeah I know but I need a wee Bye. me too blessed be love and light peace out <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>